Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Thanks for listening to Danny and Dusty On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Is your heater safe? Why replace it when Service Patriots can restore it? Get their $59, 27-point furnace tune-up and safety check, including a free 1-inch filter. They'll also check your AC for free. Go to servicepatriots.com. It's how you finish that matters. This is a College Bowl Week edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by Moz PDX. The future of building is here. College Bowl Week with Danny and Dusty on 1080 The Fan. Oh, ah, ah, it is a Friday here on Danny and Dusty. No, Dusty. Jeff Rusty behind the glass. Holler at your boy. Hey. It is indeed Bowl Week, and we are bowl heavy today. The Oregon State Beavers are playing the Notre Dame Fighting Irish currently in the Sun Bowl. And wow, Sunny? Yeah. Sunny at the Sun Bowl. Not just a clever name. Right? Uh, I believe, wasn't the Sun Bowl, wasn't it snowing last year at the Sun Bowl? Oh, very well could be. I'm almost certain it was snowing last year. I think I heard that somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Not great. That seems odd for El Paso. High altitude. Is it? Yeah. I'm not very terribly it's all, it's right familiar there. with it's, the it's, it's right there uh, Texas the geography. It's right there little little mountainy. Okay. And it gets a little, a little, little bit. Also, side ran here. Uh, I was in basic training. Uh, so I enlisted nine uh, twelve, and I had what was called the late enlistment program, uh, i.e. they didn't have slots for anybody because they weren't expecting to go to war. Right. So uh, I ended up going to basic training in January, and in that time period, uh, it's you know it's relatively cold in San Antonio. It's not like cold if you're from you know here mm-hmm. normal. Right. From from Texas. Uh, Anything below 65, you're like, yeah, this is not great, Bob. Yeah. Uh, for those that don't know, you don't get in a car. You walk, march, or run everywhere for the entirety of that period. And in doing so, um, you get kind of get used to it, except for when the road freezes. Yeah. Makes it a little tough to walk. Well, like, when I mean freeze, like, I mean freeze, freeze. Right. Like, flash freeze, like, holy crap, there's, like... Sheet of ice. Sheets of ice yes. on the ground. And it's not like a little, like, oh, it's a little bit. Of, no. No, it was like 27 degrees and frozen solid for like two days straight. And the boots that they give you, not great on the ice, Bob. <laughs> so guys are just whoop, 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 everywhere. Yeah. And I mean everywhere. And the PT gear they give you is T-shirt and shorts. 
Okay. Now you have this. You have the sweats and the sweat. We we never. So like the drill instructors are going back and forth. Like, what do we do? <laughs> like, we can't have these guys. Like, they they can't march in their boots. Right. But we need to do drills, which you need to be in uniform for. And it was like this whole back and forth of like, they finally like, I think we need to put them in PT gear. So we ended up being in PT gear for like two whole days, which yeah. was kind of a relief. Right. Because it's your, just sweats. Yeah. But this is also where I think uh, New Balance got all the money that they have now to become like the hype beast brand. Mm-hmm. Because the military, at least the Air Force, we all wore New Balance shoes. Gotcha. And not, not, they're not the cool ones. No. No. The da- the dad white ones? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dad whites. <laughs> Tell you what, super comfortable. I bet. But I bet you that's where they got the money from. Yeah. You know. So there you go. S- slight deviation of running on the, 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 the frozen Texas tundra. Yeah. So that'll happen. You know what else will happen? <laughs> What's Texas that? will come to Portland and kick your butt. Yeah. That kind of <laughs> happened last night, didn't it? Yeah. Victor Wembanyama came in and uh, boy, did he put on a show. Yeah. Uh, they believe they finally credited him with seven blocks. Let's take a look. See here, yeah, seven blocks. Yeah, and he probably should have been credited with nine. <laughs> and if they really wanted to, I was talking to a couple of Blazers last night after the game, and I, I was like, "You might as well credit him with you know probably five more blocks of how much they like made you alter your shot." Like right. I was talking to Jeremy Grant. There's there's one where he has to throw like a hooking layup two feet above the backboard. Yeah, to clear Wemby. He's like, yeah. I, I I had to. Yeah. He's like he was like he's like I've never seen anything like. What, lot, do you, what do you do against a guy with a 15 foot wingspan? There, yeah, there was a lot of like I just didn't know what to do with him. Like Chauncey said post game, like I know you think this is open, it's not. Like they, yeah. they, like they had to like have that adjustment in their heads. Right. Like, by the time you get to the rim. Yeah, it's it's gone. No, it's not there. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that, it. That dude is there, Jabari Walker. He was like, yeah, it was weird. He's like, when when he was guarding me, you know, he, uh, you know, I was trying to tell my guards, you know, he's coming, but you know, like, what do you do? Like, you just yell, Wemby's coming, right? <laughs> <laughs> Wemby. <laughs> so it's like, you know, it was. Like I saw him at summer league, mm-hmm. and I've you know I've watched a bunch of Spurs games, but again to see him in action. He had one of those basketball reference nights last night. Uh, 30 plus points, five plus boards, five plus assists, five mm. plus blocks. And you're like, oh, yeah, you're one of like three players ever. And it's like Wilt Chamberlain's the other guy to do it. He's going to do this stuff regularly. Yeah. And that's the terrifying thing. It's just like, but I tell you what, it was cool to see. The problem is, you're likely not going to see it tonight. Right. Because he stepped on a ball boy the other day and they're managing his ankle. Yeah. One. Well, so Pop already came out and said that he more than likely almost. Most certainly will not play in both ends. Wink, nod, yeah. Yeah. Uh, as far as the Blazers go, I don't know. Uh, I talked to Ant the other day, and he was he was definitely sick as a dog. That's why he didn't play last night. Uh, it was there pregame and Duop Reith uh, was going through pregame, and he kind of stopped and grabbed his lower back, and he looked over, and he's like, "I don't know, man." I'm like, "You good?" He's like, ah, "Getting some back spasms," and I was like, "Well, Oof. he's out for the night." Yikes. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so, man, uh, I saw him leaving last night, and he was still kind of. Fighting it, so I'd imagine he's probably tries to warm up, give it a game time decision. Mm-hmm. Uh, Da's knee was swollen up the other day, so I don't know if he goes tonight. the The sickness that Ant has is going through the locker room. Oof, that that happens. Yes. So uh, we'll we'll see who's available and who's not tonight. The Blazers did recall Chris Murray and Ryan Repair, but Chris is also sick. So uh, yeah, they're dropping like flies right now, Jeff. Yeah, that's not good. That's not good. Well, I mean, I guess unless you're you know playing for ping pong balls, which 
They're not. Well, they, the players aren't. No, 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 no. The players <laughs> never do. The players right. never tank. It's always organizations. Yes. And I've had this so many times this year. Like the Blazers, like get a win. Like, well, maybe they can string a few together. Yeah. No. Maybe they can string a few. I'm like, guys, they're gonna be at or under the win total. Right. Like that's what's gonna happen at the deadline is a veteran is probably gonna get moved. Yeah. And in that time period, you know. Yeah. Ibu Baji's going to play a little bit more, which we'll talk about Baji today. Right. Because Baji was fun last night. Uh, got to talk to him after the game, and he uh, he's a treasure. Yes. He's a wonderful human. What was he? Uh, he got the first bucket of the night, if I remember correctly, on a putback? His, it was no? his, his first career bucket yeah. was last night, yes. Okay. So he made his debut, not last night, but against the Kings in a, like a two-minute stint, uh, and then la- last night he got real minutes, obviously with... with the center depth just depleted. Right. Uh, but, yeah, he had a vicious putback that he caught caught and cocked back behind his head. Yes. Um, that was fantastic. And he, he gave a nice little, like, the whole, like, what was unfortunate, I believe, he, it was the Chris Paul hits a three to, to close the lead to 42. Right. Type situation. <laughs> yes. Um, he throws down this massive putback dunk. And kind of looks to the bench and gives a little flex. Those are his first career points. It's yeah. like, and the score is now 44-21. <laughs> Spurs lead. It's like, you know, I can imagine what what Casey and uh, Lamar's call was on that. Just because, <laughs> like, you want to get hyped, but you, the guy, the team you're calling for, it's just getting curb stomped. Yes. So uh, he had some fun plays. He had some fun moments. You got the Scoot Wemby matchup version one. There was a bunch of uh, national. Uh, long-time NBA photographers that were in there to document one versus three, all right. that kind of stuff. Um, Pop was his his spicy self in the... Normally, he's happy when he comes here yeah, because he, he'll get some of his wine. He'll go out to a nice restaurant. Uh, they said that they, they made him... that They decided to have uh, dinner in the team hotel, uh-huh. which, again, I think they stayed at the Ritz. Yeah. Food's pretty decent. I'm sure it's going to be fine. Yeah, uh, yeah but... Um, he wasn't his normal like pregame pop in Portland is usually got got some gold right. It he got asked like four different questions. Uh, I think Hyken asked him like if he had watched anything on Scoot. It was either Hyken or Gunderson, and uh, he uh, he dropped a line of, um, "Have you seen our team?" I'm not watching tape on anybody else. Oh, yeah. like I've heard the kids great. But I like, saw that quote. It was just like being in the room. It was just. You wanted to just crawl up a wall. Yeah, it, the the cringe factor was was incredibly high. So uh, we're sportsing far, far, far too hard. We are kind of right. Um, but uh, in one tangential Blazers thing, uh, maybe I'll find a way to grab a little snippet of the audio today. Uh, on the way in today, I was listening to all the smokes, um, Lamarcus Aldridge interview. And if you are a Blazers fan, if you love Lamarcus Aldridge. It's an hour and 20 minutes. Listen to it on, for me, it's a little more than a drive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I had already heard parts of it through their, their YouTube channel. It's so good. It's Jeff, it is so, so, so good. Yeah. Like, just the little nuggets of, of like, just, you know, how he was, the mentality. Um, there was a line in there that um, we can talk about where uh, when he left Portland and went to San Antonio, he goes, I don't know if I've ever said this publicly, but. Uh, when I left, it was the Lakers to lose. Like, 
they fumbled the bag. Yeah. And I knew that part of like the presentation was really bad. Mm-hmm. Like they they screwed it up horribly. Right. Um uh, and, and he but he confirms like no, I wanted to go to the Lakers cuz he had a great relationship with Kobe. Mm-hmm. Like he he lived in Newport Beach and ran into Kobe all the time, but just the the uh, He's one of the guys that, who I've loved watching play probably more than anybody. And just some insights into time here, both you know with him and Brandon, then mm-hmm. with him and Dame, and then post-career and his heart stuff. And it's a, it's a, it's a kick-ass interview, mm-hmm. to be blunt. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I, I hate to redirect people away from us at any given time, but right. that's, uh, that's something you definitely got to go check out. Another thing you got to go check out is the bowl coverage that we are going to have today. We will start with Arizona-Oklahoma, where the Arizona Wildcats take care of the Oklahoma Sooners right out of the gate in the Fun Time Bowl Series. And then we will get to the rest of the Pac-12 Bowls, including uh, keeping you update, uh, updated on Oregon State-Notre Dame. That is currently 7 nothing Notre Dame here as the second half is just about ready to close out here in the final two minutes. But we'll get to Arizona-Oklahoma coming up next year on Danny and Dusty, Danny the Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. This is College Bowl Week with Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by Mods PDX. The future of building is here. On 1080 The Fan. Last night, Jeff Russemine, Arizona Wildcats. Yeah, baby. Our cats, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, if you're keeping track, that's one of the teams Jeff and I picked uh, to win their Pac-12 Bowl game. The only one I've picked correctly so far in the Pac-12 Bowl slate. Might, might be my only one as well. So uh, maybe well, we have to... We have to come up with something if for that bet if there's a draw. Ooh, right? I mean, we, are we both mustached? I don't know. Is that how that works? I guess we'll see. Maybe Dusty picks worse than us and we, we both get to shave him? <laughs> there we go. I like See? Mm-hmm. See? There we go. See, we got to look at the bright side. He, <laughs> he could be doing worse than us right now. <laughs> 
But the Arizona Wildcats play the Oklahoma Sooners, and uh, we, were, we were watching the game in the, in the bowels of Moda Center, as it were, the media center. And uh, I, I want to say it was probably just a couple minutes into the game. I was finally able to sit down after doing some pregame interviews. And within two seconds, Noah Fafita just absolutely uncorks one. I was like, oh, this is going to be fun. And Arizona starts out with a nice little 10-0 lead, and then Oklahoma just claws their way back in, scored 14 points in the second quarter, uh, up 14-3 to at the half. Jackson Arnold, the true freshman who's replacing Dylan Gabriel, had his moments. Looked incredibly good at times, but he also looked like a true freshman. Yeah. Three, three, three interceptions. Uh, and that's what ended up being the, the backbreaker early on uh, for, for Oklahoma. Uh, Arizona goes down the field in their first drive. They get a field goal. Three plays in, pick. Arizona goes straight down, scores, touchdown. Next play, 35 yards. 10-0, Oak, or Arizona. Next Oklahoma drive, three plays, six yards, punt. Arizona goes seven plays, 45 yards, eats up a fair amount of, 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 of clock. They have to punt. Then Oklahoma gets back on the field, another interception. But Oklahoma doesn't break. Arizona goes on a 12-play, 45-yard drive. <laughs> That's such a dumb drive. <laughs> 12 play, like you see 12 play, four and a half minute drive. You're like, ah, they went 75 yards. 12 play, 45 yard drive, but they get held to a field goal. Mm-hmm. Again, Oklahoma doesn't break. And at this point, I'm, I'm pulling on my collar a little bit. I'm like, uh-oh. They've forced a lot of turnovers. <laughs> and they, they haven't capitalized. Uh, hopefully, uh, Oklahoma doesn't figure this out. Oklahoma responds with a 10-play, 75-yard drive. And you're sitting there as Jackson Arnold, the uh, drive uh, summary, uh, Jackson Arnold pass, Jackson Arnold pass, penalty, Jackson Arnold run, Jackson Arnold pass, Jackson Arnold pass, run, run, Jackson Arnold pass. You're picking up what I'm putting down. Yes. All of a sudden, you started to see the special and the freshman starting to shine. And Arizona's like, uh uh-uh. They come down. They throw the pick. But (laughs) Oklahoma, not to be outdone, another turnover. First play, fumble. And you're just sitting there going, oh, my God, this game is drunk. It's so drunk. What is happening? Arizona, though, seven plays, 51 yards, punt. And you're just like, what the hell is happening? I kept seeing one of the one of the themes I keep seeing on Twitter uh, the last few days from from former footballers like your Jeff Schwartz's mm. and your Chris Longs and whatnot. They said that it should be during bowl season. It should be illegal to punt in your opponent's territory. There was a few of those in Arizona. There was <laughs> uh, I don't want to say Jed Fish was playing scared, but he definitely played safe. Yeah. In the end, it worked out for him. Uh, However, Oklahoma, they take the lead after that punt, go six plays. They pinned him deep. The punt pinned him deep, pinned him at the eight-yard line. Mm-hmm. You've got Jackson Arnold going on a six-play, 92-yard drive that went 239. The big part of that coming on the second play of the drive from the 10-yard line, Gavin Sawchuck runs for 62 yards. There's something special about being deep in your own territory. And getting the Barry Sanders. Yeah. Taking a run where 
there's just so much space behind the defense that once you get going, it's just how fast are you? Yeah. How fast are you? And those plays are so few and infrequent because it's incredibly hard to run when you're pinned in your own territory because everybody knows what you're trying to do and they yes. stack the box, they fill the gap. But if you make enough guys miss and the defense is flattened out enough, boy, is there a lot of green in front of you. So Oklahoma capitalizes. They get the touchdown. They go into they go into the half up 14-13 after a, a, another pair of punts between both teams. And then Oklahoma comes out in the second half. They get a touchdown, 21-13. And now I'm getting I'm getting a little tight. I'm up in the press box now for for the Blazers game. And full disclosure, we may or may not have had both the uh, Detroit Pistons Celtics game of because the Pistons forced overtime against the Celtics. To see if they can keep their losing streak going. Uh, they did. Congrats to the Pistons. We'll talk about that briefly here today. Arizona comes out, punt. Oklahoma field goal. Oh, no. Arizona punt. Oh, no. This thing's going to go sideways. And then Oklahoma does it again. Another bleeping turnover. <laughs> their fifth turnover of the game. It is a scoop and score. Whoop! Yeah. Tough to win with five turnovers. Good God. Excuse me. That was a fourth turnover because we've had three picks at this point. Uh, two picks and the uh, and the fumble. Gotcha. So this is fumble number two. So we're at two and two. They come out on their next drive, and he throws another pick. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. I'm sitting there going, holy crap. <laughs> now, during all this time, Part of the reason Arizona is struggling so much is they lose their right tackle, and Noah Fafita is running for his life. Yes, they got to him, and they sacked him seven different times. And you have to give Fafita credit because he stayed in there, and he, like the little man stayed strong. It helps when you have six foot five Tedero McMillan who goes for ten catches a buck sixty and just wins everything. Absolute dude. But you get the response again from Arizona finally. They get the field goal to tie it up. Oklahoma comes out. They force him to punt again. Arizona sc- goes down, scores again. Massive drive. Eight play, 95 yards. So you had two monster drives in this game where you had two young quarterbacks take their opportunities and really show what they can do going forward. For Oklahoma, it's, he can show that he can turn that ball over, but mm-hmm. he can also he can do some things. Noah Fafita goes down and just leads them. Boom, boom. And what's insane about this, he was sacked twice in the drive and still pulls him out of it. Like, <laughs> I, that's, if, if that's not a dude, I don't know what it is. Right. Oklahoma comes out, fumble again, Arizona touchdown, that's it. Six turnovers from the Oklahoma Sooners. Tough to win a game that way. Three interceptions, three fumbles. And it's just... It's it's brutal because you you get you get the big play from Gavin Sawchuck. The the Oklahoma Sooners run for two hundred and one yards. Uh, obviously, you, if you take that that run away, thirty three carries for basically a buck fifty. Still a good day at the office. Yeah, you have Jackson Arnold who does throw for three sixty one. I mean, it, it, mildly efficiently, twenty six of forty five. Give him three interceptions back. It's you know twenty six of forty two. Right. All right. Okay. So you're like okay. No Fita, though, finishes the night. 24 of 38, 354, two touchdowns and an interception. Jacob Cowing. We talked about Tedero McMillan. Jacob Cowing, who Dusty and I we had on uh, 
uh, Pac-12 Media Days two years ago. Mm-hmm. He was a transfer from UTSA. All of five eight buck seventy, and through all the guys that we had come through that day, he was one of the most him and and um, uh, oh god the uh, the corner for Utah uh, Cole Phillips were uh, two of the most incredible humans to talk to. But cowing is there's something like, do you know how good you have to be? At something when you're that much smaller than it's like like Muggsy oh, Bogues, right? Yeah, like when you're that much smaller than everybody else, how good you have to be at yeah. everything else? You've got to have the fundamentals and the the the, brain the hands, and... the route running, the, yes. the, the 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 IQ, and he's got it all in spades. The yeah. the kid is a absolute certified baller. Finishes game seven catches a buck fifty two two touchdowns, and I mean between McMillan and Cowing. With the young Fafita, he they go out there, they win this game 38-24, and we talked about this yesterday, the springboard going into the Big 12. You look at all those teams, your Kansas State states of the world who won the conference last year. Like they they find a way every now and then. Yeah. B or uh Baylor finds a way every now and then. Uh TCU finds a way every now and then. It's it's a solid conference. Yeah. Arizona was a laughing stock, right? Two years ago. Yeah. What Jed Fish has done there? Now a ten-win team. They're a ten-win, a ten-win Arizona football team. And what has been one of the strongest seasons in the Pac-12 ever. And their losses were to USC mm-hmm. in triple overtime, to Oregon and Washington. Man, yeah, that's <laughs> three of the best offenses in the entire country. Look out, Big Twelve. The three of the best quarterbacks in the entire country. Yeah. That's who they lost to. Man. Yeah. Look out, Big 12. It's going to be fun, man. Yeah. It's going to be fun. So shout out to the Arizona Wildcats. That uh, puts a little, you know, lick the finger, put it up on the chalkboard for, for Jeb Fish and also for uh, old Jeff Russ and old Danny Morang. Nice, right? ni- nice, nice little win for all three of us, nice right? To, nice to get me off the schneid. <laughs> Good night. All right. Coming up next, we will dive into what's coming up next uh, in the Bowl Series uh, world. Oregon takes on Liberty. Liberty, Liberty. Is there a world where Liberty can upset? How many points can Oregon possibly win by? We'll get to all that more, but first, it's Big Kahuna with Sports Center Update. That's that Hawaiian burger joint. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. This is College Bowl Week with Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by Mods PDX. The future of building is here. On 1080 The Fan. The Oregon Ducks are going to take on the Liberty Flames. Right, the Flames. Okay. It's both a good and a bad nickname because Calgary Hockey, NHL, Calgary Flames. Good looking kit. Mm-hmm. Everything kind of comes together. I was going to make some probably fairly tasteless jokes about the founders of Liberty and 
what Go those on. flames might represent. Oh, flames of hell? Could be. Oh, perhaps. <laughs> anyway, it'll happen. My soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> number eight Oregon Ducks will take on the number twenty-three Liberty Flames in the Fiesta Bowl Monday at one p.m. We'll have you. But what, what time does coverage start for that? On uh, Monday? Yes. 8 a.m. 8 a.m. Sunday I... morning, we're doing our Ducks uh, game day uh, Fiesta Bowl preview show, there 9 to 11, with Dirt and Anthony Newman and myself over here on the ones and twos. Mm. Yes. So you'll also be here on Monday morning, right? No, I will not be. We're going to re-air that at 6 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> and then live network coverage starts at 8 a.m. Indeed. And yes. it will get you all the way up to the game, and then we will have the game around, well, kickoff will be about... Uh, 10 o'clock. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Hum, babe. So, yeah, that will be uh, there for you to enjoy. I don't know how much you'll enjoy it because right now the game itself is a two touchdown line. Is that all? Uh, Oregon is currently 16 and a half point favorites. 16 and a half. See, now, I mean, you've gotten this is one of those where typically you could have one of those letdown games where. It's not exactly the we're bowl. playing Liberty. Yeah, letdown. Not exactly the, the Liberty bowl or letdown. The opponent that you want Liberty Liberty letdown. Which which what are we going with? Right. Yeah. Exactly. But I think you're getting some buy-in from guys like Bo Nix, who is playing. Well, hell, both playing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's I I feel like I feel like they have a certain amount of fire under their butts for this one. That's fair. The interesting thing about this is that well, I mean, there's plenty of interesting things, but one of the interesting things about this is that. You do have Bo Nix playing. Troy Franklin is not. Uh, he got a little little banged up. Uh, not Will Ortner banged up, but a little banged up in the uh, Pac-12 title game. And he is going on to the NFL, so he is just getting right, getting his body right, making sure he's good to go, doesn't suffer that injury. Uh, that You know, it doesn't happen often, but it does. I think Bo is the kind of guy who, uh, he is who he is as far as the, the draft tape is concerned. I don't think he's hurting or helping his stock playing. Right. It's just I think this is a guy that loves college football. Yeah, and that's that's not a shot at anybody. Like I have zero issues with guys that, that leave for the NFL. I've had people like, oh, "Are you mad that Caleb Williams is leaving for the NFL?" No, no, I'm not. I'm I'm not in any way, shape, matter, or form mad about anybody who goes to the NFL. Right. It's no, yeah, it's, it's life changing money. Yeah, Go. and that's the opportunity you have to take that yeah. that opportunity. But I do applaud guys that come back that that don't need to. Right. Like. When when I heard Bo was coming back, I was a little like, really? Like, I was caught off guard too. Definitely, it's one of those situations where you're just like, all right, this is gonna be cool, mm-hmm. and it adds to uh, the pageantry. We'll say the pageantry of the Fiesta Bowl. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> but you do have, you do have. Two of the best offenses, technically, in the country. Points per game, the Ducks finished 44.2 points per game at second in the country. Liberty Biberty, 40.8 points per game. You had the Oregon Ducks as one of the best overall offenses in the country, finishing second total yards. Liberty Biberty, number three. They do find ways, albeit not the traditional passing offense, to break you. And that's basically because Liberty has more running ability than anybody else in the country. Mm-hmm. Th- their ability to grind you up on the ground is their one... It's the one way they can hold on. 
is their ability to run the ball endlessly down your throat and to control the, and to control <laughs> the uh, number of possessions that you can have in a game. For those that are wondering, uh, if you're hearing little voices in the background, Jeff, yes. Jeff Russ uh, kids here here today. He's, yes. he's he's on dad duty. We were out of options. <laughs> and it this this is it, it happens. Dusty has the kids in here from time to time, and yeah. it's, it is so you're not mishearing things. Uh, also, my voice isn't changing that much, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, as I was saying, Liberty has their their one way, in my opinion, of keeping this from being an absolute shellacking, mm-hmm. is to just limit possessions, keep the Ducks' offense off the field. But the the issue here is that. Liberty has not played a Power 5 team this year. So while they may be undefeated, Mm -hmm. and they may have racked up wins, and they may have racked up yards, who is it against? Right, exactly. Who's their their best win this year? UTEP? UMass? New Mexico State? Louisiana Tech? Buffalo? Buffalo? This sounds like a basketball schedule. Yeah, right. Western Kentucky, Jacksonville State, FIU. Oof. Seriously, this this sounds yeah. like an NIT tournament. Yeah, woof. Middle Tennessee State it was a one-score game. Mm-hmm. 16 and a half might not be a big enough line. Right. I don't know, man. I, I, I've been scanning the, the interwebs to find one person to pick Liberty. Just be like, is there somebody? <laughs> Not a one. Yeah. Which also, it doesn't like scare me, but the fact that it's so far unanimous, I don't like unanimous. Yeah. I never like unanimous. Well, that's one of those, though, where you don't like that unanimous when it's, say, you know, a top. I mean, I realize this is still a top 25 matchup, but it's mm. not your. Such a traditional top your, 25? Precisely. Sure. If this was number 13 versus number 17. Right. Exactly. And it was a power five. Team. Yes. And it was all unanimous on one side. That's where I would start to pucker up a little that's bit. A, that's where I was going to get to. Like, I feel like this is a little different. Yeah. The modeling from ESPN, the BPI prediction, has Oregon by 18.6 points, and they are winning in their simulations 90% of the time. So there's still Only a 10, 10% chance. You're saying there's a chance? <laughs> Tell me there's a chance. Tell me there's a chance. I don't know, man. There's just... there's. <sighs> Is there anything about this this game that 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 your your eyebrows are raising, or you're like, mm, maybe Oregon comes out flat, maybe maybe Liberty has something? I I just don't see it. I, I genuinely don't. I'm not sure it's really any of the on field stuff, but it could be because well, look, it's an 11 a.m. local time kick, which is a tad earlier than anything they're used sure. to. Sure, you're not you know you're not used to anything before 12 o'clock really, or 12.30, and that's on your West Coast time. So even if they've been there for a bit and are trying to act, it's, I realize it's only an hour time change from here to, to Glendale, but uh, that would be one thing where maybe they're just a little bit, a bit a bit slow out of the gate. Yeah, and again, Liberty does lead, lead the country in rushing. It led mm-hmm. the FBS in rushing over 300 yards a game. Uh, Caden Salter, their quarterback, is, is a is an incredibly fun story. Uh, ran for over a thousand yards. Like he's he's a true dual threat guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just I don't know if that's an enough. Mm-hmm. Like everybody knows where I stand when it comes to Oregon. Right. I, I have no reason to go out of my way and be like, yeah, no, the Ducks, but they they should go out there and beat the living crap out of Liberty. Yes. 
I, that, they, yeah, they should. Put a capper on the season yeah. and head into next year with this recruiting class that they have coming in, one more year of landing under your belt, and take the next step. I, 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 that's really, I think, all you can do in this, right? Right. So, uh, Oregon should win handily. I, I don't really see how this could go any other way. Uh, we will get to Washington. I should say the CFP. We'll get to, get to Washington, Texas, as well as Alabama, Michigan. Uh, but first, Joe Flacco. We, we got to talk about what he did last night and what he continues to do and how he is sweeping over the city of Cleveland. That coming up next year on Danny and Dusty, Danny the Fan. This is College Bowl Week with Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by Mods PDX. The future of building is here. On 1080 The Fan. The Fighting Joe Flacco has put on quite the show last night as the Cleveland Browns clinched a playoff spot on Thursday Night Football against the woeful New York Jets. But the story of the Browns has so many different angles one is overtaking the city of Cleveland right now as chants of Flacco, Flacco, Flacco rained down last night on Joe Flacco. Flacco hopped on with Pat McAfee uh, earlier and talked about the uh, ability to stay ready at his age coming basically off the couch. Are you working out every single day like you're an NFL quarterback? Like, how, how were you able to just get dropped in and go for 300? Oh, and we saw the first game, by the way. It was beautiful against the Rams. It was early in the game. I don't know if you heard us talk about this or if you even know that our show exists, but you threw a ball and you overthrew somebody by maybe 15 yards. Yeah, at least. And it felt like that was like a reminder to maybe yourself, also to Stefanski, and to everybody like, let's remember. Okay, what is happening here? Have you been throwing all year? Were you working out all year? Can you tell us how you were just dropped in there out of nowhere and performed you phenomenally? Know, you know, one of my brothers actually saw that clip and was just pumped up about you you, you talking about that. <laughs> he loved that part of it for some reason. And it, and I can't I can't lie, it was pretty cool to hear. Um, but no, it's not like it's it's impossible to do the same thing as you would be if you were with a team at practice every day, throwing to live guys, doing all that stuff. I basically extended my off season and stayed in the gym and did all those types of things. But in terms of throwing the football, I was doing it two, sometimes three days a week, throwing the spots. I mean, you guys have probably heard at this point, um, I was throwing with my younger brother. My dad was out in the field kind of spot catching for us and things like that. I was making sure that if I did get signed, that my arm could deal with what it was going to, with what it was going to go through over the next, you know, however long I was going to be with the team. We, we stand. We stand an absolutely just unbroken dad. <laughs> there's a there's a quote out there. I, God, I wish I knew who to attribute it to. Where they said, "Look, it was an NFL executive." They said Joe Flacco's like Nolan Ryan. He'll be able to throw the bleeping ball until he's 75 years old. Mm -hmm. And you see it late in quarterbacks' careers. Flacco's what a year younger than me. I mean, he's he's old. He's I think it's yeah, 37, 38, 38 years old. The your your arm just isn't the same yeah. at that point. Yeah, and yet he's still spinning that thing, mm -hmm. absolutely cooking. Some guys just have it. 
You're never going to lose the velocity. You're never going to lose the touch. You're never going to lose the ability to just absolutely uncork it. What's wild is he's talking about, yeah, I threw two or three times a week. I threw two or three times a week to keep my arm loose. Yeah. It's like pitchers and catchers reporting for for uh, uh, spring training. You know, they get down there a couple weeks early to stretch their arms out. Joe Flacco was essentially like, ah, I kept my arm warm with my dad and my brother. Yeah. Like, that's such an insane thing. He went 19 of 29 for 300 yards last night. Yeah. It- Against a team that doesn't have a quarterback right now who he was in the building with. After the game, Quinn Williams came up to him, dapped him up, gave him a whole bunch of love. C.J. Mosley came over, gave him a whole bunch of love. You look at this whole situation as it pertains to how just mismanaged the Jets have been around the quarterback situation, but not only that, but how much Joe Flacco is beloved. Right? He just got done beating the crap out of him, 37-20, clinching a playoff spot for the Browns, carving him up left, right, and center, and his former teammates came up to show him love. I saw, I think it was Schefter that tweeted it, that said a few things have to go the right way, but there is a chance that the only two teams that have finished a season, I guess, 0-16 in the Browns and the Lions could both wind up with the number one seed this year. Oh, my God. Yeah, they would need, they would need the obviously, the, the Ravens to fall off in the next two games, and you would need uh, the 49ers to fall off and the Eagles. Right, yeah. So like I said, they would need... There need to be some help there, but but I mean that would be <laughs> it's a Christmas miracle, <laughs> right. right? I mean, just two, just ab- and that's the cool thing about the season is that you do have both these franchises who have been mired in suck. Yes, I mean just basking in the just the absolute suckitude of I mean sports fandom, and we'll talk about the Detroit Pistons here a little bit because thank God for the Lions. <laughs> right. Thank honestly, thank God for the Browns right now because the Cleveland Cavaliers, Evan Mobley's out with surgery, uh, Darius Garland's out with surgery. I mean, it's like, good God, you got their tight end burned his face off. David Njoku, he played through with a mask on. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you seen the clip of him on the sideline last night? I saw uh, signing the autograph. Uh, yes, such a great clip. Number yes. one, face looks great. Yes, looks great. Yep. He's got just mild little marks. Yeah. I thought he was going to be uh, barbecue chicken. Well, and then they showed him in the uh, parking lots after the game. He's out there having shots with the fans. Oh, you, I mean, you have to. Yeah. You clinch, <laughs> you have to. Yeah. Uh, but Njoku's up up, up on the uh, the stands, you know, doing autographs pregame, and he's very mildly signing an autograph for a kid, and then he just breaks out. Like kind of grabs the kid and shakes him and just gets wide-eyed. We made the playoffs! <laughs> and the kid's like, yeah! It's fantastic. Everything about it, like, we love a comeback story, even for the Dirtbag Browns. Yep. Even for the team that... that They're easy to root for now that Deshaun Watson isn't playing. We've talked about this for a couple weeks. They yeah. Play a, they play a fun brand of football, Jeff. Yes, they do. Yeah. And their defense is their stellar. Their defense is great. Joe Flacco's out there, Joe Flaccoing, just slinging that thing around. And there's just something about the story of an old dude coming off a couch and leading them to greatness. It's, right. no, it's absolutely. just yeah. It's just fun. Yeah. And imagine, well, and was he not on the Jets' sideline earlier this season? That's what I'm saying. He, yeah. he was literally in yeah. the building with the yeah. Jets, and yeah. they still have quarterback issues. Yep. How did you not go down that road? Like, I know hindsight, 2020, blah, 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 but my goodness. But can we just give a shout-out to the old guys right now? Old guy coming out there and absolutely, just all vibes. Yeah. 
Gives us all hope. All vibes. Just letting that thing go. Being a dude. Yep. Gives us all hope. Right? Until I go out and I tweak my back, climbing into the truck later. <laughs> you know, I, I'm, I'm going to get out there on the on the Moto Center floor pregame. I'm going to get some shots up. There you go. Let everybody know. <laughs> Pull a hamstring. Yeah, absolutely. God. <laughs> I ever tell you, uh, I was at Blazers practice facility right before I had my second hip surgery. So I was going through it. Yes. And uh, the ball rolls to me where the media stand. It's like right there in the corner of, of one of the courts. And uh, I, I fire it back to Chauncey, and he just freaking two-hand chest passes a missile to me. He goes, <laughs> no, no, you got it. Let it go. <laughs> and I'm like, so I'm like probably three feet behind the corner. I just take a little step in and walk into a cold three on one leg. My My left hip is just Right. I'm uh-huh. quite literally I'm I'm I should be on crutches because my left hip is so bad at this point. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of half step in and get on my right leg, fire it up, cash it out. One for one, baby. Never doing it again. Yeah, right. That's Not, I, I'm out. I, I put my hands out. up, I was like, undefeated, baby. <laughs> undefeated. And, you know, everybody just kind of laughs. And I, I in that moment I was like, every, I, I looked at uh at Hiken and I'd go Everything hurts. Everything hurts so much. He's like, was it worth it? I go, for the smiles and the laughs, yeah. Yeah, it was. Just to let him know, yeah. I still got it. You bet your sweet bippy it was oh, worth it. Are you kidding me? That was my Joe Flacco <laughs> moment right then. Right there. I was like, oh, I'm 38 years old, you know? let Just let it go one more time. Absolutely. Left my Oh, you better believe I left my hand up there, too. I <laughs> yeah. Russell Westbrook the hell out of that thing. I knew as soon as I let it go, I'm like, that's cash. That is cash. And so, you know, <laughs> you, you got to love to see the uh, the old guys kind of figure it out. Absolutely. All right, coming up as we reset in hour number two, the Washington Huskies are going to take on the Texas Longhorns. What do the Washington Huskies have to do to move on to the college football playoff final against either Michigan or Alabama? Come up next year on Danny Dusty. The fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.